a very natural sound progression from like Fever and X. I heard the rapping and I was like, okay. It stands out on in the album like in a good way because it is mm -hmm. so different from everything else. I heard this and I was like, Chris, I don't like this one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And we will be discussing Kylie Minogue's 16th studio album, Tension! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looking for an awesome global pop music podcast? Chris and I have the inside scoop with extensive experiences performing on stage and working at record labels. We review and deep dive into your favorite artists' songs and careers and also interview music industry professionals, including artists, producers, choreographers, and everything in between. And you can now join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cctvpops and become a part of our amazing crew, including Lisette, Lily, Emily, and Juliet. And also subscribe now because we are at 2,000 CCTV crew members on YouTube and we can all explore the world of pop music together. So come on. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, thank you for all the subscriptions on YouTube. Yeah. It's awesome. We do need to do a YouTube live soon. Yes. Yes. We actually haven't even seen each other like in person yeah. in a few months now. So <laughs> we will plan that. So keep an eye out. We'll post on our socials when we get a date together. Yeah. But yeah, join <laughs> us. Um, all right. So Kylie is ah! back. Yay. So we did review Disco. Pretty. And we did a part two of Disco where we did all the bonus tracks. So we probably will do the same because I'm assuming yes. we're going to get even more bonus tracks. I know we already have like five of them for this album. but <laughs> Generous. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we also did body language too oh. so definitely go check out those track by track reviews after this one because yes. obviously tension first <laughs> yeah playlist listen get the playlist ready y'all kylie minogue week weekend year all of it <laughs> all right so let's get into it we're talking about tension and it was released just last week september 22nd 2003 and it's kylie's 16th studio album and it has been released to a ton of critical and commercial acclaim becoming one of her biggest albums in years finally <clears throat> and though she started off with the idea of an 80s inspired concept album it wasn't fully working so she decided to free herself from those confines and ended up with an electro pop album with influences from different genres including synth pop house and dance uh -huh, that's right so now we will go track by track and discuss the production vocal lyrics and give our ratings for each song yes and you can come join us too yeah. give us your ratings right. in the comments yes <laughs> so first off before we even get into it this album cover's awesome can i just yeah. say Is it <laughs> she looks so good no oh, but i just like, like all the colors be. and then she released like a bunch of different colors like on vinyl and cassette and stuff too Gorgeous. Um, also, so we are recording this like a few days after the release, and apparently sure. the album is currently outselling the entire rest of the top 20 in the UK. Uh, <laughs> as it should be. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Good for her. I'm so uh, happy. Aw. All right. So we're going to start with track one, which yes. is Padam Padam. 
And this one was done by Peter Rycroft, also known as Lost Boy, and Ina Roldson. And it was released as the album's first single in May 2023. And the song quickly went viral all over social media and became (laughs) Kylie's biggest international hit since Can't Get You Out of My Head back in 2002. Wild. 2001. Wild. Wow. Wild. Uh... (laughs) So, described as hypnotic electro, the song mm. is one of the year's songs of the summer and has catapulted Kylie's career even higher than it was before. Like, all these youngins are now going <laughs> back and exploring her huge career, which means also it's time. We should yeah. probably start prepping our 101. We've been talking about that. You know, That yeah. will have to be like 10 parts, but, you know, 5, we'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we talked about Padam Padam in a very quick reel. Yes. Uh, a few months ago. Got dragged uh, for but it. But have your thoughts changed? How, what do you think of Padam Padam? The way people try to drag us before our commentary was rough. But, you know, we're talking about the song now. And I can honestly say I still don't feel that strongly about it. But it doesn't mean that it's bad. And the Alphabet Mafia can come for me. Love y'all. Part, you know, love y'all. But at the same time, it's not one of her best. I am a new fan. And now that I've been exposed to, like, what her really good stuff is and then disco, I'm like, hmm. This is cute, but I know you can do better. And that's all it is. It's not even like, oh, it's terrible. It's just for me, I'm like, the bar is just super high now. Um, But I'm so glad that this song has regalvanized interest in her, right? Because I I kept saying it like, why isn't she more famous? Why? I kept asking you, we were watching the tours. Like, why is this not happening? I will say I do appreciate the whole concept of it being rhythmic and hypnotic because heartbeats are like that you know it's just this very steady heartbeat and maybe it gets a little faster maybe it gets a little slower depending on like the the dynamic or what's going on in your day or whatever but i will say still it just wasn't like super strong it was nice good for the clubs good for the summer but i'm like oh girl what do you have this is a tease mm-hmm. um i will say what i don't really care for is like the robotic filtering on her voice she sounds like a sim- simulation and i was like she sounds like a robot uh um i mean in the digital age i guess it fits it fits right in with the soundscape, making her sound like, you know, like a sexy cyborg Kylie. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really like let me hear all of the textures in her voice that I really, really like, you know? But it wasn't bad. It's just like, oh, this is covering things. I need to hear you, you know? How do you feel yeah. about it now? Because I feel like you you had a lot more like a, a, an easier going kind of impression with it. And I was like, I <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I also wasn't like floored by it the first time i heard it it's definitely not one of my favorite kylie singles at all um and then as you get through this album it's definitely not a favorite in the album either actually um and so i feel the same way as you do like i have to admit i'm kind of surprised how big of a global hit it became so yeah uh, but I enjoyed all the memes and stuff and it was great to actually have like obviously we're in America so like a lot of people know I love Kylie but you know they're kind of like okay I like Kylie and then this was kind of yeah. the first time that like I felt people actually be like oh my gosh wow it's Kylie you know yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know you see all these old things come up too like like people started sending me you know like that that footage of like her coming out of the CD thing oh, for yeah. the Brits and yeah. like all this all this old stuff was coming back up and everyone was like oh my gosh I see why you love her yeah. you know so I kind of yeah. love this song because of that but not the actual song itself I guess mm-hmm. I think yeah. the production is really cool like all the wiry synths I think the little per- percussiony drum hits 
I actually don't mind the vocal effects and the vocoder. I think because the layering is really cool. Because especially when you get into like the, the Dolby Atmos and all of it. Oh, yeah. You get okay. like octaves and you get like these interesting like harmonies and really echoey like backing vocals in the back as well. Like there's a lot more to it, I think, than you really realize the first time you hear it. So I appreciate that. And the harmonies are really smooth as uh -huh. well. Um, yeah. and of course, it is insanely catchy for sure um so i it'll be really really fun live um i've yeah. heard it at a couple bars and clubs and it is fun mm -hmm. you know for everyone to to dance along to it and sing along yeah. to it um i do still wish there was a bridge and i believe i said that in the real too or maybe the extended one that's exclusive for patrons uh, <laughs> but uh it does end too abruptly and i i know kylie yeah. she mentioned that in interviews like when she heard the demo she was like okay like where's the rest, where's the of, rest it? of it um <laughs> But I guess she she said like I guess she realized or was told that kind of in this new age of pop music that music can be shorter, you know. So she kind of just went with it. Uh, but I still think it could have used a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we did talk a little bit about the video, but I guess you know it's been a few months now. So watching it back, any new thoughts? All right. If you watched our reel, or if you haven't watched our reel, um. I had said that I don't care for the whole like trying to make a high fashion and with the trashy like I, I get it but just certain scenes I wasn't into mm -hmm. um like her in the the, the 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 junkyard with the dancers who aren't dressed like in red couture but they're red they're dressed like in regular like red warm-up suits and stuff it's like it just oh it's a little annoying to I, I like when things are like really cohesive like uh, for this kind of thing and some people are like oh you can't even afford it this is a w above your pay grade I'm like this still doesn't negate the fact that they have this woman sitting in this red chair and everyone's doing this like very TikTok-y dance and I'm just again I'm just used to a certain look and this didn't push the envelope don't act like this was like wow she was wearing like you know vintage archived like <laughs> Mugler or Mugler or something it wasn't like that you know what I'm saying um, I don't think the video is bad. I think some of the scenes, because she's wearing that red, is just so striking. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But again, I think some shots were just very like, yeah, that is in America, didn't you? Like her standing up on the, the, the what was it, the, the Cadillac or the car, and her fabric's blowing in her face, and they kept some of those cuts. I'm just like, something about this just feels like, yeah, keep it in there, as opposed to like, hmm, we're trying to really get the people going. Um the dance itself is okay. I've kind of gotten used to the swaying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, I just again, I personally for myself was just like, I love the red. I really do like the way she looks. She looks amazing. I never said she didn't look amazing. Hey. I just feel like the rest of it could have been thought out a little more because there's a little girl, there's an old person in there. I'm not, listen, the song is about Padam, Padam, I want to take you on. Why the little baby in the, gra the, the graveyard, in the junkyard with y'all? I don't, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, no, I think she looks great. It's not going to negate that, but I think it looks great. And as we go on further, I think even the visualizers are a little bit more better. It yeah. encapsul encapsulates tension a lot more than this video did. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. I'm okay with kind of the little kid, the older, like the diversity <laughs> of the background dancers. I'm fine with that. I think that's yeah. like part of the whole attempt at the TikTok challenge. Like, oh, this is accessible for everybody. Uh, I I would say I do enjoy the uh diner scenes 
a lot. Oh. Those are for sure my favorite moments. And also her kind of just writhing around in this hotel, hotel room, I enjoyed as well. I agree the junkyard scenes are not my fave. Yeah. But the red as the choice was awesome. Because not only is it very striking, but it also mm-hmm. is a callback to Can't Get You Out of My Head. Like, mm-hmm. red is, like, intertwined with Kylie. Like, yeah. you know? so Signature. It is. It is. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, what do you rate the song? I'm going to give it a seven. I don't hate it. It's just kind of, like, yeah. right there in the middle for me. Not yeah. a bad start. Yeah. I'll go slightly higher. I'll do a 7.5. Up next, we have Hold On To Now by Kylie Minogue, Richard Biff Stannard, Duck Blackwell, and John Green. It has been noted by Kylie as one of her favorite songs on the album and that it's about searching. When you're busy searching for answers, you forget being in the present. So, you know, living in the now, holding on to the now. And it's probably more than likely the third single from the album. So, that being said, though, how do you feel about this one? This one is like when you're getting like right into it, you know, it's like, okay, this is the concept of the album. (laughs) Get ready. I really like this song. So the first time I heard it, she performed at BBC Radio 2 in the park. Oh, and she previewed this song. This was that one, you know, special track in the tea. set list. The uh-huh. little tease of the album. And it was so good. Like the yeah. etherealness of it. This is very much what Kylie is known for. She says it too. The whole like, Emoto pop situation. Or yeah. as you say, crying in the club. Yes. That's very her. That's very her. (laughs) Yeah. And this is a great example of that because it's twinkly and sparkly and joyful, but there's like a melancholy and a sadness to it in the way she sings and the lyrics, of course, and even the melody as well. Like it's all kind of thought provoking. And then when you really read it, it's like kind of sad because it feels like it's leading towards... It's like, you know, it's leading towards something not great. So like, yeah. enjoy the now because you know it will end. It's end. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, but then that just is what makes the song so brilliant. Like, it's such a beautiful song. <laughs> and I love the way it builds the tension. Like, the synth gets <laughs> louder and louder. I know, I'm going to use the word tension a lot throughout this whole <laughs> review. Um, right. Like, yeah, the synth gets louder and louder during the first verse and then when the beat kicks in it's so satisfying because you're just like waiting for it like the whole time yeah uh so yeah also the outro is so pretty like this is a full-fledged song you know <laughs> absolutely yeah i'm really excited for her to begin like performing this and i'm i feel i heard or i read mm-hmm. that maybe mm-hmm. they already filmed the video as well so very curious mm-hmm. what they did with that we do have the little visualizer of her like sitting yeah on the side but uh yeah this is standing on yeah, this this will be a big moment i hope this is a big hit for her this is very much in her bag man i know we didn't talk about the visual just yet but when i watched the visual because i was like oh it has a visualizer let me watch it there should have been a flash warning man <laughs> i was not yeah, ready it's intense <laughs> it is, it is, but you know it really definitely gives the song that extra it gives it gives the picture to the song because the song is already giving you that drama and then the, the flashing, I was like, oh my God, ah. But it made sense, you know? Like I was a little panicky at first because I was like looking away. Uh, but it's euphoric, it's galactic, it's futuristic, but it, 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 it has like little, it feels like I'm in a spaceship kind of just slowly riding and then we finally hit that, you know, that, that point where they're like, oh, we're gonna go 
into not light years, but they start they oh, go like hyperspeed or whatever. Hyperspeed, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, light years works too. I mean, that's also <laughs> like a Kylie pun. That is Kylie. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, it's in me. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm learning. You trained me well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I felt that from this, and I'm like, okay, there it is. I'm getting the themat- thematic elements of what she was trying to do. Um, and I know we're like two songs in. I know we're like two songs in, but I always find it really interesting how she expresses and approaches um, sensual freedom and enjoying something, even though it's like it's ephemeral, you know? It is a little bit of sadness on Forlorn because even the way she's singing it, it sounds like there's always uh, like a there's space in between the words. There's always some type of like, what more can be said? What else can I say? I guess I'll say this. And it, it just feels like that. And it feels really intimate. Um, but it feels like it's also worlds away because of the way it's mixed. It, the reverb on this is just so perfect. Mm. Like it just feels echoey without being overwhelming. Um, and I think right after Padam Padam, this is a, a nice way to kind of slow down. But then like, again, you go into hyperspeed and you're like, oh shoot, where am I going? Um, and granted, I don't know what the heck she was going through when she said she was like breaking up and she was like, I'm breaking on music and stuff like that. But I wonder where this falls in timeline wise. I always think about that. I'm like, their personal life should not be like our business, but I do wonder like, did this happen after it? Cause it just feels very emotive. It doesn't feel cold, even though it's an electronic song. And I think it, it's, it's a good, like, not saying that Padam was a false start, but this is like the actual, like, hey, we're on the rocket ship, it's taking off now, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate this one. And I was like, oh, what the heck is she gonna do after this? So I'm like, this one definitely like raised the ball back for me. Mm. But yes, that being said though, what do you rate this song? Hold on to now. Oof, okay, I, I, I was so close to giving this a 10, but I'm trying to like be a little more well, temper yourself a bit. Yeah, because otherwise I'll just give everything a 10, really. <laughs> uh, so I will go with a 9.5 because there are a few I like more than this one, but I do love this one. Oh, point well made. You know what? This song actually started kind of low-ish for me. Oh. I know, I know, I know. It took me a second. It took me a second to come back around. Not crazy low. I want to give it an 8.5, actually. Yeah, I'm going to give it 8.5. Yeah, because there's some other ones that fit more of my sentiments. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. Track three is Things We Do for Love, which was done by Kylie Minogue, Camille, Richard Biff Standard, Duck Blackwell, John Green, and Anya Jones. And Kylie noted that this song makes her think of cardio as it just keeps building. And the song was written the same day as title track Tension. But it's very different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happens. That definitely happens. <laughs> yeah. So it is interesting that she originally started the album concept with the 80s idea because obviously that's where she's started as well so it kind of makes sense it's like you do disco and then you go to the 80s um and this song feels very 80s i mean obviously the album kind of evolved from that but this one is very very 80s and i love it yeah yeah it's awesome uh this one was one of the more immediate standouts for me like from the first to listen onwards i think the chorus melody it's just awesome it's so catchy again very very joyful and also i think this song is a really good showcase of her vocal ability i've actually seen a lot of comments in the reviews like praising her vocal ability because you know a lot of people say you know they don't really think of her as a singer right because she's not like a belter she's not a diva you know whitney houston yeah but 
she really knows how to use her voice. And now that she's actually recording herself too, uh-huh. right? She's vocal yeah. producing herself. And yeah. you can really hear it in every song, but this song in particular, because every single word in every single line has some intent in it. Uh-huh. One word will have more rasp and then yeah. she'll end it with like a little more breath or she'll yeah. like belt one part and then it'll go to a mix like really smoothly. Like it's a masterclass actually. Like uh-huh. she sounds really, really good in the song. Um, and yeah. yeah, I think... The main highlight for me, I think, I think her saying it's like cardio is right. Like it gets very <laughs> frantic in the yeah. bridge and the outro. Yeah. Yeah. But it's super full and like the 80 synths are like really dramatic and there's a really great bass line and it's a very, very satisfying yeah. franticness. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, this is up there. I really enjoy this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I thought I was going to be able to score this. Like I'm listening to it. I'm scoring it. Blah, blah, blah. What, what I ended up doing was listening, making my notes, and then coming back and being like, okay, this is what my score is gonna, you know. That's where my scores are coming from too, because I didn't like do it like I usually do. I'm like, oh, this is my immediate answer, because I heard this one after, and I was like, I'll come back around. And I came back around, I'm like, shoot, this is good. Because <laughs> this, <is> like, <laughs> this is like right up my alley in terms of like what I like. Like I love AC more music, and this is like legit AC more like craft store music. I love it. Um, I'm like, I'm trash for it. Um, but the point is, it just gives rom-com ending credits. It gives top-down that '80s movie. You know, like it just gives that movie feel, and it's it's very poetic that she did debut in the '80s. So it makes sense that she's doing this because now everyone's kind of moving away from the '80s and doing this whole Y2K early 2000s thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "So where I live, I've been doing this. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this." And it's like it sounds so good. And like you said, she's not a belter, but her sustained note in the pre-hook for the second verse, after the second verse, I'm like, there it is. That's tasty. It's tasty. And I'm going to use words to describe her vocals and the singing with food. I don't know why. I have tasty, delicious, just yummy in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just felt sweet. I felt very good listening to it. I also just thought of Carly Rae Jepsen. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how did you not think to reach out to this girl? She's like, ah, she's perfect. Um... Also, I love that we're seeing Biff. Love seeing that. You mm-hmm. know, we talked about we him. We love a couple- Biff. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, and Camille. So we talked about Camille, I think, in a previous episode. Or she's the one who worked with Little Mix, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you kind of consider vocally her, like her prowess, all that other things that are happening with Kylie's voice. And so it's just give her an opportunity to do the thing. She'll do it. So, and I really appreciate her taking the quote unquote risk. Um, I love lyrically that it is kind of like you got to risk it to get the biscuit, you know, like my heart might break, but dang it, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Oh my God. Like, it's not me, but I, I can, re- I can like relate to a certain extent because you got me to believe it. Um, but yeah, no, you got to risk it to get the biscuit. And she did. And she got a really pretty good score from me. So without further ado, I'm going to say, I actually gave this one a fat ass 10. Oop. I am the same. Yeah. I will give this one a 10. Because, yeah, I so I listened to this album quite a few times before I gave any ratings. Because I, right, okay. I knew my opinion would change after a couple of runs. <laughs> and Hold On To Now had a 10 for a while. But then I was okay. like, oh, but this is up there. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to, like, minus <laughs> some other ones. Uh, but, yeah, this is this one's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, up next we have Tension, the title track. Tension. We've been saying it different ways. <laughs> but yes, Tension, done by Kai Vinod, Anya Jones, Camille, John Green, Richard Biff Standard, and Duck Blackwell. As I mentioned, this is the title track, and it's the second single from this album. And Kylie was not sure if the song would fit on the album at first, as it was a very deep love kind of song. But they've since refined it, and she has noted how exciting the structure of the song is. Well, you and I have listened to it together. You know, we had our comments, you know. Um, Yeah, this one is (laughs) right up my alley. It's nasty, but it's not too nasty, you know? It's like, it's like, cheeky nasty yes which kylie also does very well yes she does especially after leaving body language as our last review i'm just like oh this is starting to make so much more sense to me now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah this i love um i love the stabby piano very stabby but it's nice um and also the vocal production of the chorus reminds me of like um Satisfaction by um, Benny Benassi. Um, Kiss me and then just touch me without being too copy copy. It just felt like that same robotic, like giving cyborg Kylie giving sexual instructions, sensual, excuse me, sensual instructions. (laughs) Um, It's fun for me and it balances the Robo Club a little bit more for me than Padam did, but that's just like personal tasting. So again, come for me if you want, but my opinions are not going to change. Um, But yes, I think I also like it because she's. You can hear her voice clearly. There's all, not too many filterings on it. And like you said about the previous song, her vocal dynamics in this one is interesting to me because it balances the tones of her voices, of her voices, yeah, naturally. Like she has a staccato voice, a legato voice. There's falsettos, there's chest, there's breathy vocals without being extra. All of it just fits really nicely for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the song was in her sweet spot vocally. It wasn't like her trying to like, <laughs> shift the paradigm of who she is as an artist, but it wasn't her playing it too, too safe for me, in my opinion, because a lot of it was like, you know, or like, uh, 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 very just different kind of dynamics to use in a pop vocal that isn't ballad or like, you know, like mm-hmm. a sentimental. It's like very blurty, and I appreciated the approach, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one notey. Yeah. So I like that, Mama Like. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting because it's definitely the most modern song on the album like definitely the most experimental track uh and i really do like the house influence like yeah the staccato piano is awesome (laughs) i will say though like having only heard padam padam and tension i was like oh this album's gonna be really (laughs) different but then the rest of the stuff is very much more like what she's yeah like known for i guess yeah yeah. um so yeah uh slightly misleading as a lead single but you know uh (laughs) i do love it though for sure i think i loved it from the second i heard it actually right Uh, i love the repeat of those last three syllables in the verses it's Eh, eh, so eh. much fun and it's like built for repeat too like the way Mm -hmm. it's written uh so that will be very very fun uh at shows for sure one funny note 
is I think the original lyrics on like Apple Music or something huh. from Hot Like Chili. Yeah. They had chili like the country chili. No, <laughs> not chili. Instead of like the pepper. <laughs> oh, no, hot like chili. Um, so and... that people were like, is it hot there? And they're like, and the people who lived there were like, <laughs> no, not really. Not <laughs> yeah, really. So it was kind of funny. Um, but you know, people, come on, like sorbet and, you know, yeah. chili. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I just that's cute, that actually. Funny. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you know, I mean, if you have a song named Tension, you better have a uh-huh. ton of tension in it. And yeah. it does a really good job of that. Like the pre chorus yeah. is super awesome and every element is catchy but has that kind of like you know it's about to explode kind yeah. of situation because you're like doing that repeat and then you also have the even the do 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 that there's like something about that that's like that's not like a final thing that's not a climax melody no it's not yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's building uh, yeah yes and then the first time i heard it like you don't really know where it's going either so then when it does that drop into that vocoder like oh my god that's me right you know like it's like that's very creepy and low <laughs> whatever i just did but you know it's not what you expect because you know pop songs tend to go higher right for the yeah. chorus so then uh-huh. it's also a very satisfying like moment yes. then, and then it gets all sparkly and it gets yeah. into like you know more kind of just like stuff going on yeah uh, so yeah just a really really satisfying listen i look forward to it every time There's, like the second oh. that piano starts i get excited <laughs> for sure totally uh, yeah and then the video what do you think of this one did it impress you more than padam yeah this one i got i got whatever the heck they were trying to do i get it oh <laughs> Oh, I think you were trying to explain to me like it was almost like her simulating herself. Um, That's an interpretation. One of the more it, popular interpretations. Popular yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was interesting. I, I oh, yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, her controlling this machine, it was giving very Jane Fonda movie Barbarella thing. I was telling you, I was like, it's giving Barbarella, it's giving 70s, like those sexy exploitation movies. Um, but yeah, I love her in the red wig um, with her hey. leading herself in. It's, it's, the, the video is so strange. It's yes. very self, like like discovering herself, and then the, the showgirl on the table confused me. Like I just, I, my brain doesn't know where to go. And usually I'm the tin hat girl, but like my thoughts were just so. If I like a song a lot, I won't even pay attention to the video anymore. Like you sat there and explained it, I was like, yep, that's that's the story. That's that's the thing. I wasn't even trying to decipher. But no, I do appreciate because if you look at the 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 control panel in the video, it says touch here, touch there. So I think it is very much like sexy controlling. Maybe she is controlling like little black dress Kylie's controlling red wig Kylie because that thing moves when she moves. It speaks when she speaks. So I think whatever that big robot is or that hologram, black blonde Kylie is controlling that because it never appears until black Kylie makes, you know, mm-hmm. they appear. So that's all I got though, but I don't I don't know aside from that. Fans Yeah. I'm no, I'm sticking to the self pleasure Yeah. Idea. That makes yeah. the most sense to me. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> just think about this video, it's so funny. Yeah. I do enjoy it though. And again, yeah. has some callback moments. Obviously, it is kind of a continuation from Padam because yeah. main Kylie is wearing red and there's yes. like the motel. And I do mm-hmm. love that scene with the whole motel, like, yeah, when she's explodes like, well, just, or whatever. I just yeah. did my thing to myself. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, Did It Again, which is uh-huh. a song from, from like, the late 90s now. Uh, also had multiple Kylies. So it was kind of fun to see a reference more recent versions of herself. Like, yeah. uh, you know, people were talking about, you know, obviously there's a showgirl one. Yeah. Uh, I think people said, like, 
part the way the graphics were kind of reminded them of the Moulin Rouge Green Fairy oh, as well. Fairy, yeah. So so yeah, I really enjoyed that, and I I do like how not cheap, but like they they obviously did the kind of like eighties graphics on Absolutely. purpose where it, it looks, looks like kind movies. of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and i thought it was really really well done mm-hmm. with that yeah um, absolutely but yeah no i think i think it's awesome because i think when you hear the song you probably think you're she's talking to someone else right mm-hmm. like maybe yeah. break the tension but mm-hmm. she could just be talking Talk to about herself herself yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> so i appreciate that that's interesting who uh, me yes me go me yay <laughs> oh man but yeah i love it mm-hmm. i love it so yeah. this one is a 10 for me yeah i give kai yeah. le, le a 10 pen too yes also people were saying like ooh, maybe that's a day get kylie jenner she <laughs> did in that her like calling herself she said, yeah. call me kai le, le. i was like Oop. don't imitate yeah. Yeah, the imitate man, 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 mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Go off, Kylie. Mm-hmm. She never had no serious beef. It's time to have beef, Kylie. You burned it. <laughs> <laughs> She's too classy. No, you're right. <laughs> She's not American. Oh, no. Oh. All right. Moving on. We have One More Time, which was done by Kylie Minogue, Richard Biff Standard, Duck Blackwell, and John Green. So she did a, the most of this album with these, these three people, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this one underwhelms me a little bit. <laughs> and as I continue to listen to the album over and over again, <laughs> I think part of it is actually a sequencing issue as well because tension is such a high. <laughs> Not just energy-wise, but like I think because it's the most experimental one and it's kind of like exciting in that way too, <laughs> this song feels super safe coming right after it almost like a disco reject which yes. i'm so sorry oh God, to say yes. oh, yeah did you think yeah. that too yeah, yeah. because it has um. that kind of dancey kind of feel to it it's done in a more modern production like it's not a super disco-y production yeah but melodically it reminds me of songs from that album but not as good uh yeah so then i was like oh like maybe if this like was in a different spot on the album that might change things as well but because I, I think tension is a really hard song to follow, to follow. yeah so i don't know just just a thought uh i will say this has grown on me since the first time i heard mm-hmm. it i think the first time i was kind of like eh. but now i'm kind of like okay it's catchy like i'll sing along to it um yeah. uh and you know it does have some sonic continuation with the piano mm-hmm. in there and the kind of yeah. house influence so maybe yeah. that's what they were going for with it following tension oh uh, yeah but yeah i think overall i do enjoy kind of the spacey sounds and it. the production is good there's uh-huh. some cool affected horns in there and this is very much like kylie by the numbers which i you could see that as a negative thing but i don't see that as a negative yeah. thing like she's just really good at songs good at like what this. she does yeah and she yeah. just has such an expansive discography that the standard is just so high for songs like this um yeah so this one yeah. isn't like one of her best of these kind of just like happy dance pop songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the flute at the end was a highlight. That was a oh, surprise. Oh, the hustle flute? Sounds like yeah. the hustle. Dude, I was hustle. a fan of that. Yeah. 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 That's what it reminded me of the hustle. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, like you said, that I agreed. Uh, it did give me disco. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean like, oh, uh, disco, disco is really hard. It's hard to beat. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, I heard. I was like, dang, girl, it's safe. But it's not her. It's not her fault. It's not a fault, like you said. It's just one of those things where I'm like, dang, girl, give me some more risk. I like when you take risks. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I got spice from this. Like, I for some for odd reason, not even because Biff is on it, but for me, like my DJ brain is like, oh, I'd like to hear "Never Give Up on the You know, Never Give Up on the Good Times" in the chorus. Just slow down a little bit. I was like, oh, this gonna be fun. So my mind instantly went disco pop mm. kind of thing, and I'm yeah. like, oh, dang. Uh, again, my DJ brain just says so. I it is fun house. It is a fun little house disco combo. Um. Yeah, the horns, the flute. That's what kind of made me go, mm, it sounds like the hustle. It sounds like the hustle. It sounds like disco. And it just, e- the song is interesting lyrically, I guess, because she was saying, like, they had the, the couple or whoever she's talking to, they had something before. Um, and they don't, they might not have anything later. So just enjoy the moment. So it's another one of those, like, love is fleeting. Let's just go for it kind of thing. Um, mm. Just one more time, one more good time. It very much hit me, baby, one more time. Every, very much like, you know, turn the beat around one yeah, time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's not, yay, my favorite. <laughs> um, it's yeah. kind of sitting like where Padam is, where I'm like, okay, you can do this. Great. You know, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Give me that risk. Like, like Monday, like Monday blues threw me off. It was like the fourth or fifth thing. And I was like, oh, hang on, wait. I want that for this. Tension was that. But then right after that, it was another song that we liked. It was like Galaxy Supernova. I forgot the sequencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kept going. We were like, oh, shoot, there's more on here. That's amazing. Yeah. And this kind of like, like you said, fell in a weird spot for sure. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I kind of ranked it at seven with Padam. Okay, yeah. I will go down to a seven as well. (laughs) (laughs) Seven's like a good score. It's okay. Yeah. Also, like, seven, (laughs) like, relax. Um, Next we have You Still Get Me by Kylie Minogue, Richard Biff Standard, and John Green. Uh, we've gone back to the 80s, which is so interesting because like, like like I've mentioned, or like we've said already, she was like, I'm not going to stick to this. This is too much of a box. But this one is as 80s as it can get, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, where's Patrick Swayze? <laughs> where's, uh, she, she's like the wind. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, how do you feel about this one? Because we finally have like a really, quote unquote, deep sentimental track. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, really emotive. Well, it's interesting because it starts off like a ballad, right? Yeah. Like it has that really classic 6-8 time signature. Mm-hmm. Very just like, yeah, very like dramatic, cheesy 80s ballad for the verses. Yeah. And again, Kylie sounds great. Like very melancholic, very emotive. Mm-hmm. But then the chorus kicks it up a notch <laughs> or multiple notches, many notches. <laughs> it's so true. unexpected the first time you hear it. Yeah, and totally. It, it also switches in tone too. Like it becomes very positive then her. to the sad verses. And then it goes right back. So it's very interesting. And yeah. reading the lyrics, it's it's actually such a cool way to portray like just the wave of emotions you have. Oh yeah. When yeah. you're like, I guess, at a crossroads um yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. Um so yeah, kind of like the up and down of it I thought was kind of cool in that way. Yeah. And I love the sax at the end. Great climax. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just like know, adds to the cheesiness, but in the yes. best way. Bring yeah. the sax back. Bring the sax back. Yes. Love saxy music. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. You know, this song brings back memories of a lover I've never had. So mm-hmm. she did what she, again, she does what she needs to do. Like you, you start fantasizing for it. <laughs> Not you going, hmm? Stop. <laughs> no, for real. I'm like, damn, I need someone to break up with so I can, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, come on. Like, come on. Like, that's like the, you know, like, <laughs> That's like the that's like the um 
not the mating call. That's the rallying cry. That's the, that's the, uh, uh, uh. We, we love those in songs, right? And it's in there. Um, but yeah, you know, it, the verses draw a nice picture of what was once between them. Very sentimental, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, the explosion of the chorus, I think, is definitely more, makes it more even more impactful. Even though it's a little jarring, like, oh, shoot, wait, hang on, you're speeding, yeah, you're speeding down the road. It's more like, oh, okay, I'm having some fun with this. Um, like that, that crying, is crying in the club. This yes, is crying is. in the club. That movie scene where they're just like, cry with I miss him. I don't miss him. You know, like that back and forth between like ripping the pictures and be like, oh my God, I should never did that. I miss you. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> like kissing that person for the first time or like remembering the passionate nights and then remembering you guys are not together. Um, but yeah, like this whole song is like a callback to like Belinda Carlisle, Tiffany songs. Like I just, again, I, I like songs like this. So when I heard he's going for the 80s, I was like, yes, give me what I want. Feed my, because I wasn't born then. And I, and I, and I feel like I was, not born yeah. the wrong decade, but my tastes kind of lean mm. toward that if I hear 80s music. Like, you love disco? I love me a good 80s moment. Mm. You know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, I will say the bridge was nice. And the ending was fun. It, like, not fun. Like, oh, my God, I'm having the best time of my life. We broke up. But, like, it, it was, it was we're getting ad-libs. We don't usually oh, yeah. get her, like, you know, not belting, but, like, sustained notes and more powerful forward notes in the mix and things like that. So, I'm like, we haven't had a song on this album do that yet. So that's mm-hmm. the part that was fun. It was new. It was fresh. Again, it brought back memories. I was like, dang, I need to find someone to break up with. It's so fun. she did what she needed to do with this one. Also, she shout did. out to the visualizer on this. Oh, yeah. Her and the whole So again. good. I love it. <laughs> it's so simple, but she's just yeah. such an endearing person and so yes. charismatic that she can do simple things. Like, yes. these, I love that she did this for so many songs on the album. Very, very yes. cool. I'm grateful. Um, I love probably, these. You know, not that expensive either. So, come on smart. now, let's go mm-hmm. same day shoots. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, the one take. It's the one take. So they probably yeah, do like yeah, totally few times. But good for totally, her. <laughs> totally. Uh, so yeah, this one was also an immediate highlight for me on the album, um, and I will go up to a ten. Oh yeah, this snap. is a favorite. Oh snap! You know, I'm gonna give it a ten too. But let this be known <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can't promise what's gonna happen after this. I'm gonna let everybody know right now. Oh, like, interesting. I don't know what's going to happen oh. after because I was fluctuating for a while. Okay. Yeah. Just want to warn everyone before they drag my behind at the next couple. Okay. Cool. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of, then, <laughs> let's move on to Hands. Hands. Yes. Which was done by Ryan Ashley, Daniel Davidson, Casper Larson, and Cutfather. So this was not done by the normal Kylie yeah. Biss duck team. group. <laughs> so Kylie noted that the demo vocals were a man pitched up. <laughs> and she worked really hard to get the cadence and syncopation right. And she ended up keeping the demo vocals for the first part of the first verse because she didn't think she could, like, do it justice. Oh. Which was an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, this one definitely, just from reading the reviews from fans and critics, definitely the most divisive song 
on the album. Get out. Yeah. So where what side are you on with this one? Oh, I like this one. Okay. <laughs> I like this one. I know I get like that whole like disclaimer earlier, but I I didn't say where, when, how, which way is gonna come. I was just letting you guys know it's coming. Um but you know, I liked this one and I, I read somewhere on Apple Music, actually I read on Apple Music that she said that the A and R brought this to her and I was like, girl, I know you're not a rapper. But I beg to differ, okay? Kylie in the Body Language album stepped up and rapped in secret, Take Me Home. So don't you think... Now you're choosing the one song of her, like, 400 songs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but, but, you know... (laughs) It stuck out to me, see? So I don't believe it. I love secret, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, giggling like a piglet. But my point is, I I heard the rapping and I was like, okay, okay. Um, I will say I did hear a little Doja Cat, but not because Doja... It sounds like a Doja Cat song because for me, Say So sounds like Kylie because Kylie could be like, been a long time since you. The, the, the very whispery, high yes. soprano harmonies. I yeah. hear Kylie, but I also hear Doja. So I don't think it's, it, depending on how you feel about Doja Cat will determine whether or not you like that comparison at the mm-hmm. end of the day. For me, I'm like, shoot, I like Doja. I like Kylie. Yay. I'm not mad at it. Um, the rapping was like, I didn't know she was going to do it for so long. So I was like, girl, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, the second verse is fun. Rapping Kylie is fun to hear. Uh, and and I love the way the song structure is. It's almost kind of like a little surprise of rapping, singing, kind of chanting moments. Like the the the, <laughs> the song gives me K-pop vibes. This is the first time I'm saying this. I'm proud of myself. I haven't said it yet. But it gives me K-pop vibes, especially with that cherry on top Barbie. Like I'm a Barbie cherry on top. Like that's so random. It's yeah. so very much like sub-vocal K-pop, you know? Um, but I appreciate it. This song, for me, fits that... Um, fits that, like, thematic element of being flirty and confident that I got from, like, body language. I mean, if I'm wrong, fine. But this is the impression that I got because it's very, like, I'm that girl. Now come touch me. Come on now. Come here. Come get me. And I like that. The only thing I don't like about the song is that it ends on a button. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I wish the song would have just faded out or something, but that, and I feel like it's short. There's no bridge. Where's the bridge? Like, this, I mean, there is a bridge. There is a bridge, but like, it's short, I guess. It just, it goes, it's like, what, how many bars? It's like, it's like freaking four bars. I'm like, y'all don't give me a full freaking bridge. Swear to God. <laughs> it's legit like four bars. We know so, Kylie loves a bridge. She did not write yes. this one, though. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's my only qualm. That's my only yeah, qualm. Yeah. The button ending and like that four bar bridge. Not me counting it out, but that's how I felt. <laughs> mm. Yeah. All right. I like this one a lot, too, actually. Not my favorite on the album, mm-hmm. but, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to have something a little different, a little more like risk taking yeah. for sure with sure. this one. Um, and I kind of said the same thing where it, the way it's produced, it feels like it could have been for a girl group. Because you have like those soulful harmonies. Um, yeah, just the way it's produced, I could just, that's a dynamic that I picture for some reason, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. K-pop as well, because, you know, there are different parts, like each little part is different from the next. So yeah, that makes sense to me for sure. But yeah, I think it's cool. Like, it's just something new for her. Like, yeah. And it's a little bit more chill, too. Yes. Because some of these songs are, like, a lot. Balls to the wall. <laughs> yeah, like, they get <laughs> intense. So this one <laughs> juxtaposes that well. Yeah. Uh, and I think they adapt it. I'm curious what the demo sounded like. like I'm curious what the oh, production yeah, and stuff the in original, the demo sounded yeah. like. Because mm-hmm. I think it is adapted well to her style. Like, it does have some disco-y elements to it. Yes. 
Yeah. And she sounds really good. I, I've seen comments like saying, like, why'd she put on this accent like that? But she, you can tell this she's trying accent, to just like though. emulate the demo vocal, like the sass of it. Um, and like the cadence of, of it. I, I, I mean, do... it's not her regular accent. It's not an Australian oh, right, right, accent. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's an American right. accent. It, that's it, you though. It wasn't, it wasn't like hood, like, like Iggy Azalea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you sorry. Definitely not. Um, and yeah, some really cool like layering with the vocals as well. And she sounds really good in those in that choir of girl group soulful harmonies. Oh, cool. So yeah, it stands out on in the album like in a good way because it is uh-huh. so different from everything else. Uh-huh. So I appreciate it being in there for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think yeah. I agree. So with what you on that. do you rate this one? I guess one eight. It's not low, not at all. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, I'll go yeah. a little higher. Actually, I'll go eight point five. I enjoy it. Up next, we have Green Light. Okay, that's not, that's Beyonce. That's the wrong well, Green Light, yep. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also a good we... song. Oh my God, yes. When yeah. I heard, I was like, girl, you better give me something. Um, up next, we have Green Light, done by Knightley and production duo PhD, which is consistent of Daniel Davison and Peter Welivik. Mm-hmm. Welivik. This is the first hard name of the day. I'm so happy. Um, but yeah, this one. How do you? I, I heard this and I was like, Chris probably gonna like this one. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious because <laughs> no, because so the first time I heard the album, I was like getting ready for work and stuff, so I wasn't paying oh, full yeah. attention, right? Yeah. And I was texting my sister, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, like what's standing out to you?" And I was like, "The first, I was like, the only one I really remember because I'm like, you know, not fully paying attention. It's Green Light." <laughs> That's funny. That's very, very funny. Because I do really like this. This is very me. It is very me, for sure. subconscious latched on, like, wait, hang on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Great bass line. Still kind of chill-ish compared to the rest of the album, but you can still dance your butt off to it. Yeah. Chorus, super catchy. And vocally, very much Kylie's wheelhouse. It's breathy. Mm -hmm. It's sexy. Mm -hmm. It's subtle. Uh, Yeah, I love this part of her her tone mm-hmm. for sure yeah um and the sax is back yes, yeah sexy time and it's <laughs> and it and it builds really nicely you get these little teases of it first mm-hmm. in the first chorus and then in the bur- second verse yeah and then it gets a full blown solo for that bridge <laughs> and it's so good it's so mm-hmm. good um <laughs> the backing vocals are interesting in this too because it's not all her there's definitely a male vo- voice on there mm-hmm. uh but there's a lot of depth in that i would love yeah. to hear this live because her yeah. backing vocals are so good always oh my too. gosh uh oh. so yeah i do enjoy this one quite a lot and yeah the post chorus for sure is my favorite like the long drawn out green light <laughs> getting just into great execution <laughs> but yeah was definitely a standout with the first time i heard the album but i will say it's not my favorite though but I do like it a lot. Yes, it's very mean. <laughs> this one is so much more better than one more time for me. Because what you're not going to do is I would be so mad if I were one more time as a person. And then like my older sister, like my hot cousin was green light because this song does what one more time was trying to do, but just more subtly. And I'm like, come on, guys, this, it's right there. I do appreciate it. But again, I was not expecting more 70s on this album. So that being said, I think it's good. I think it sounds like a roller disco. We went back to the 70s, but then the sax reminds me somehow of the 80s. It stands out a little bit more, like I said, on than one more time, but not by much. 
only because it's just for me it just feels a little bit more like the sensuality has returned you know um one more time i wasn't say i'm like uh, i won't say it's not sensual but it just didn't it doesn't make me feel the way green light does i don't have much else to add though it was nice i appreciate it mm-hmm. but any other further critique would probably be seen as me hating um and i don't have anything else constructive or deconstructive to say about it i thought it was nice mm-hmm. but that's it just nice my thing is because again we're coming back from disco and then the deluxe version is like all of those were so 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 good and i know it's been a while and i know that on this album we have we don't really have a lot of disco so this one probably just like bam it stands out wow but for me it's just a little safe okay. interesting okay so what do you rate it then it's sitting at like a eight right now. At oh, eight. that's higher than I actually thought then. Okay. It was lower. It was. So it's grown on you. Yeah. <laughs> it has, okay. it has grown. Yeah. yeah. I, I will give it a nine. I think it's one of those songs that's like, it's not a single contender. Yeah. But is a standout as an album track. That's yeah. how I kind of view this one. Yeah. Uh, the, so The sax saved it. The sax and the orchestral The sax is the hit. best part for sure. Oh my God, absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Moving on to Vegas High, which was done by Kylie Minogue, Richard Biff Stanner, Duck Blackwell, and Gerard O'Connell. And Kylie said that she knew she was doing a Vegas residency, so they wanted to write a song about it for the album. And they were inspired by the romanticized and cinematic version of Vegas, more so than like the yeah. trashy, gross version oh of Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this one's, this one's fun. What do you think? <laughs> you know what <laughs> if you're new here to the show you will notice that i i tend to gravitate toward the more crackhead energy kind of songs and the song kind of has that a little bit <laughs> so i kind of liked it um, <laughs> i'm laughing at myself i'm so sorry but my point is the before I get into like, you know, the whole energy of it, I love that the themes of transients on this album is being brought to life and again, crying in the club. Like you said, I love me a good crying in the club moment. Um, it's euphoric and it's exciting. And the bass sense in the beginning, all throughout the music, it all pulses really nicely. The lyricism is also satisfying and it really paints a p- picture. And then you get to the chorus and it's like, it explodes. And then there's a pre-chorus I still going, the same way you like the little echoiness of Greenlight, I like the echoiness of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's you're dancing, you know. Um, I'm not a sway kind of girl. I've I've noticed like I can sway, but I like woo yeah woo EDM kind of kind of feels. And this has that without being too like mind numbing. Um, I think what really caught me was the lyrics though, like the lyricism, like the the, the pictures, like touching the heavens for raising hell and like. What is it? Chasing a diamond on the horizon. When I heard those lines, I was like, honey, you did not come to play. I love this. I just <laughs> I just like things like that. So when I heard the the verses, I was like, okay, this chorus better give me something. It's simple. It's not like, wow, amazing, like <laughs> chorus melody, but it's catchy enough mm-hmm. and it's pretty and it doesn't sound shrill. Yeah. Um, you know, so I appreciate that. Like this was this brought me back to the mood that I wanted from tension. You know, it was mm-hmm. bringing back to that whole like, you know, electro kind of thing and staying in the certain like, not a certain kind of box, but like staying on the path of like euphoria and transience and love and the, 
give me all of that. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. like when things kind of stay cohesive and when we have like disco tracks in between, it kind of just feels like, I like this, throw it in there. So yeah, um, this brought me back to the mood that I wanted. Um, and I like Interesting. the outro-ish, outro-y kind of thing that's going on at the end. Oh yeah. Like, me back at the thumb. That part, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Because it explodes again. Yeah, EDM, you know? <laughs> it's interesting because I feel like our opinions about Greenlight and Vegas High maybe are swapped. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I think this one is is safe, for sure. Um, yeah, like it's It's, safe. Gr- it's yeah. good. I very yeah. much enjoy it. Uh, but it's safe. You yeah. know, like Kylie's great, again, at this stuff. Like, it's electropop at its best, and it feels yeah. like a very natural sound progression from, like, Fever and X, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm, this is very mm-hmm, much you know. what those albums embodied. The chorus yeah. has a really great drive to it. Super, super catchy. Right. Um, and obviously, it was made to be performed at the Vegas residency, right? So sure. it will be a fun one live, and it will <laughs> likely be a highlight moment, too. Like, I'm probably going to throw a bunch of stuff at it. Uh, <laughs> so, and yeah, I agree. The lyrics are very well written, because I think when I read the description that they were sure. like, oh, like, we knew we were doing a Vegas residency, so we just, like, wanted to write a song oh, about right. Vegas. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like a very inspired right. thing. But actually, the lyrics are yeah. very beautiful. So yes, I yeah. agree. That's um, so sad to me. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I do appreciate, and it makes sense for Kylie, that she would go for the more romanticized version of Vegas, because Vegas is gross. Oh my God. Like, I'm very <laughs> curious, like, what the crowds are going to be like at this show. Oh, yeah. Because it was expensive, and, <laughs> you know, Vegas shows are usually at least, you know, a lot of yeah. the people that go are not fans. They're like just high rollers that just happen mm-hmm. to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious yeah. if that will be the case for her as well. Um, so yeah, nah, anyway, nah. that's going a, a little too deep into that. But as a song, <laughs> I enjoy it. I think it's really, really fun. I do I do have a lot of fun with it when it comes on and I look mm-hmm. forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think it's like anything new for her discography, but that's not a bad thing. So yeah, no. I'll go with an 8.5. Yes, it's not a groundbreaking kind of track. I'm going to match her score, actually. It's not at the top with the rest of the stuff, but yeah, yeah I like yeah, it because yeah. of my but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, crackhead energy. <laughs> All right. Up next is track 10. 10 out of 10. I just wanted to say track 10, 10 out of 10. <laughs> and yeah. it was done by Oliver Heldens. Heldens. Yeah. Heldens. We're illiterate over here. Um, and Jackson Foote. <laughs> and it's built as Oliver Heldens featuring Kylie Minogue. Uh, the song was originally just a release for Oliver, a prominent Dutch DJ, but Kylie felt it had a place on this album. Mm-hmm. And interesting. I'm curious to know if you agree, because for me, I'm like, okay, I can kind of get it. Because when you have that robotic kind of padam, and then you have tension where she has like that Benny Benassi, you know, yes, mean, touch me. Mm-hmm. Coming back to this one with the male voice doing the the refrain, the hook, whatever you want to call yeah. it, it kind of fits to me. I feel like it belongs there. How do you feel about this uh, This one? I'm curious I think in it opinion. Fits. I think it fits, mm-hmm. but having yes. heard the five bonus tracks that we have so far, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily have chosen this one over um, some of those, maybe. Yeah. But in terms of the flow of the album, I understand this as, right. as kind of a climax almost. Yeah. 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 Okay. I do get oh, that. Yeah. Because it's it's very kind of EDM-y, like very, uh, which is what Oliver does, right? Yeah. Um, it's very, very catchy. It still has that kind of 80s electro sound mm-hmm. to it as well. So it does match everything. Yeah. Um, and 
Oliver's a great producer. Like it's mm-hmm. very dynamic, has a really cool structure. It's very full and has a really nice soundscape. And he's always been been pretty good at that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I actually, I do like the song and I did like the song when it came out like earlier in the year. Um, oh, but okay. I do think it does feel not basic, but oh. it's not written for her. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they could have had like a lot of other female vocalists yes. sing this song. She executes it really, really well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. What but... if it's like a Kylie track? It just feels like a talented guy got a talented girl. and Yeah. yeah like totally. like Oliver lucked out. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure this is Oliver's biggest feature he's During... ever had just in terms of like name. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so like, I don't know. That's awesome for him that, that it got on the album. But I don't see this as really being referenced as like a highlight in Kylie's discography ever. Yeah. Um, But I enjoy it for what it is. And I I think the the hook is fun. Like the body. Ten. Ten. Yeah. (laughs) Ten. (laughs) Um, It's fun. It's just a tad basic. Yeah. 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 You know, I like this one. I will say I wasn't obsessed like at first and I'm still warming up to it. But I will say that it's fresh and fun. Like, it sounds a little modern-ish, but mm-hmm. not so modern where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, this doesn't belong on here. Um, it feels like a bit of a response uh, to hands for me um, as in terms of, like, it being a little bit more brighter and being a little bit more, like, flirty and being kind of like, uh, yeah, body tender, things like that. It's like a fun kind of thing and not so, like, love is fleeting. Where did I love go? Take me to the sky. <laughs> it was very just very on the nose. Like, I... <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, very, yeah. Um, maybe that's what I mean by basic. Because I don't mean basic in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. I know what you just, mean. Just it's not like, as deep. Yeah, maybe not. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, giving yeah. just like <laughs> you look hot. I'm hot. Your face is great. My face is great. Let me sit on it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just giving that, um, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I do wonder though, like with this kind of song and a lot of the songs on this album, uh, what it would sound like with a live band. Um, I'm really excited to hear like the arrangement for like something like this or like to see what they would do with it because like with Padam <sighs> it was more commercially but then we have some other like with tension she's giving us that that little awkward Kylie interpretive stuff you know like what is she gonna do with this even in the visualizer you see her silhouette kind of going off in the back and it's yeah. like it's just oh man I'm excited to see whatever I can because lord knows that ticket's too pricey for me but you can tell me how it goes um, and also, if we do get a tour, I do want to know if Mr. Steve Anderson is working on the res- residency. I believe so. Yeah. Las Vegas? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Guys. Although, I'm going to be honest, I don't want the song on the set list. Sorry. Well, <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, listen. I'm okay I'm with this not being on the set list. I'm okay with that. I just wanted to know. And if you guys have not seen our interview with Mr. Steve Anderson, he has worked with Steps for their live tour. We actually spoke with him and had an interview with him, so make sure you check out that video along with our other um, videos about Kylie. Um, but yeah, I was just I just wanted to know because I just think when they get together and he his brain mm. with what she does, it's like, how did you come up with these these arrangements? So I'm excited to hear what, what comes out of this. Um, but yeah, going back to ten out of ten, what do you rate the song out of ten? <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a seven. Like, it's fun. It's just kind of there, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I'm giving it a seven as well. It's there. I don't dislike yeah, yeah. it. You know, yeah, I don't like... skip it. There's no yeah. skips on this album. You know? Yeah. yeah. I didn't skip anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah. be like, oh, my God. 
<laughs> Sometimes when we do album reviews, I go, oh my God, I need to come back to this. <laughs> I didn't do that. All right, so we're on the last track of the standard album. So we will not be talking about the bonus tracks today. Let us know okay. if you would like a part two. She did release two more bonus tracks randomly, like throughout the week, to, you know, just to solidify <laughs> that number yeah. one. So I'm expecting also we'll get a deluxe version. So we're going to hold off for a minute just to see how this campaign goes. But yeah. <laughs> look out for a likely part two as well. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so this is the last song we're going to talk about in this episode. It is Story, which was done by Kylie Minogue, Gerard O'Connell, Richard Biff Standard, and Duck Blackwell. And she noted that she was going through some difficult things. And this Darn. song is about... The dichotomy of the aloneness you feel and the help you get from people who will support you through any difficulty. <laughs> so you, we went from very, very basic bop to very deep, deep bop. ending. Yeah. yeah, very deep bop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right, so yeah, what do you think of this one? You know, it's not bad. I'm glad we went back to the 80s sound. Mm. Um, It has this cathartic feel to it much as like much like the other 80s ballads on here i will say the thing i don't like about is the chorus because the notes start to get a little shrill at the top like the yeah um, it's very high it gets a little too high oh and i'm like oh and it's layers of it but little things like that are just me nitpicking at this point where where i'm just like okay i didn't like that or like oh i didn't like that but overall the song is not bad it has like the um it reminds me of um Take on me. The thing about it just gives me that kind of like <laughs> not cardio, but it gives me that like <laughs> no, not oh my god. There's an '80s song that this reminds me of. I could not find it, but it just maybe like all the '80s songs. But it just feels like I'm running toward destination. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad that the song didn't end like on a low note, not a low note, because celebration on disco was very like you know wave your hands in the air and la la la. This one is like the energy's still really high. We're just on the stage saying goodbye, but just being, you know, hopeful for what's happening. Um, like the story's not over. You were just a part of the story, that kind of thing. So I like that kind of like ending on a high note vibe for sure. <laughs> um, and the visualizer, she looks so emotive. <laughs> like I love the big diamond because they have the cover be the diamond and then they have her singing in front of it and like just, you know, being emotive or so that but things like dramatic and just really just working the camera and just being there it just feels all like i wanted more after this for sure mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it did what it had to do it sounded like an, end, an ending track so she at the end of the story you love <laughs> story part of my she just kept saying it over and over again i was like okay yeah but yeah you know yeah like i said the sentiment is there i appreciate the energy was still there I can't say that it's one of my favorite closers to an album, <laughs> but it was satisfactory. Okay. Yeah. I would say this one has actually probably grown on me the most <laughs> out of every song on the album because I was a bit whelmed the first uh, time I heard it. Yeah, that's right. And I right think now. my standard was high because she had mentioned it in a couple interviews as kind of like the deepest song on the album. Oh. And so I think I, I maybe just kind of had it at a higher standard. Uh, right. But now that I've kind of sat with it these past few days, I actually really do like the song. It kind of reminds me of No More Rain from X because that oh. was about her beating cancer. And this kind of feels like she clearly went through something very dark, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so this kind of euphoric, kind of ethereal, kind of Euphor. like 
uh-huh. acceptance of it and kind of uh-huh. like the moving on from it. I do appreciate that that feeling that it uh-huh. has. And I, and I also like that it's another one of those songs that could have easily been written as a piano ballad, but yeah. then was turned into a banger. <laughs> like it's all like very quick and urgent and it's like this like dance moment it's just very euphoric which i appreciate and it has like a great like motivating energy to it that's, as well that's the running i don't know why because the yeah. running <laughs> so yeah i think it's a really satisfying end yeah. to the album i yeah. think <laughs> if it were to come on shuffle or something kind of among kylie's discography it may not stand out mm. as much but in the context of this album i think it has a really important spot yeah. Yeah. Respect. So yeah. that being said, what what do you rate it? So I'll go an eight point five. I'm not an eight. I I may thought I was gonna give these these songs like terrible scores. But no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I did not score as high as I did like disco. That's the thing. Right. Like, right. I, right. Yeah, we that's did the love thing. disco. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that saved me in the pandemic. That was one of those albums that really yeah, saved di- me yeah disco and rena sawiyama's albums i uh, think i listen to the most like i don't yeah, have a spotify yeah, yeah. like rap thing going on but if you played my apple music be like that's all you did that and my <laughs> cds i have cds i drive a lot but yeah um yeah yeah all, all right was- well that wraps up the standard album tension <laughs> but now we're at the cutter keep section so oh. if you had to cut a song <laughs> what would you cut and why I'm gonna cut one of the disco-y kind of tracks. Okay. It's either Green Ladder, One Word. Okay. And I think I probably would chop one more time because the disco is just, it, it, the Lux version, guest Lux version, the guest list, the Lux version, the the guest, the disco, the disco, infinite disco versions, whatever version of disco that we got in the past two to three years. Yeah, two and a half years. This coming right after and it being the first kind of disco song in the sequence is like, damn girl, no offense, but you've done better. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I would show this to someone to kind of be like, okay, yeah, okay, this is her. But like, like <laughs> right, it's, it's not going to convert any fans. No, there. Uh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I but will you. cut 10 out of 10. And, and to be fair, though, part of that might be because I, like, know that song. Because we've had it since, like, what, like, April or something? So it's just so, dry at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I might be biased in that way. Right. But, again, I do think there are bonus tracks that could have replaced that one. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. It's had too basic, I think. Yeah. Listen, y'all. Yeah. Basic doesn't mean bad unless you think no. basic is bad. So yeah, if you think I basic don't mean is it bad, in the <laughs> negative way. Yeah. Don't it's just, again, her discography is so good yeah. that the standard's just really high. So, yeah. All right. So, if I had to keep a song or, like, convert someone to be a fan or something, I guess, in this case. Ooh, this <laughs> is hard. Okay. Um, I think I will keep Things We Do For Love. Oh. Yeah, I think that will end up very high in my Spotify wrapped because I have kept going back to that one. Oh, tension for yeah. me. I know it's probably like the easy. I we try not to pick singles, but that's the one I would like. It is like, a very natural standout. It's very different from everything else. Yeah. Yeah, I want to choreograph to it. Like I want to like do all the things to it. That sounds mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> it was either that. <laughs> you do or... what you need to do. It's fine. 
Yeah, I think that's the one that's one of my favorite. This one's that was one of my favorite. I think I gave it a ten and then the other ones were like the, the ballad joints, but I don't mm-hmm. know anyone else that likes eighties music as much as I do. So like mm. Um but yeah, I think that that's the one for me. So nice. drop it in the comments. Let us know below. Even if you're listening to listening to us on a podcast, let us know in our comment section what songs you would cut, keep, let us know your ratings because mm-hmm. we love to talk to the Kylie fans, the lovers, honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so also your final rating for the album as well, overall. Okay. Like, I will give it a nine. It yeah. is up there. Like, I, I going back, I think it's yeah. better than Aphrodite. I think it's Whoa. better than, like, a few of the last albums. Right. Um, it's up there in her discography, for sure. Dang it. Okay, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Chris is no more in-depth lover. I'm a new love. I'm like a love. I am not there yet. Um, So I'm going to go off, like, what I know. Uh, I'm going to give this one an 8, an 8, maybe 8.5. It's sitting in the 8 land. It's sitting okay. in 8 sit land for sure. Um, I feel like it wasn't bad. I know I give a lot of 10s, but I also give a lot of 8s and 7s that started dropping for me. Um, but yeah, again, after coming from disco and then listening like retrospectively and even watching the old tours and stuff like that, I'm like, girl, I know you got you got some more stuff in there for us. Minds are subject to change, folks, so don't oh, drag yeah. me or do. I'm still going to keep talking my crap. But maybe if I did see a live performance and really got the whole visual aspect and, you know, that little mm-hmm. Steve magic, I'd uh, understand a little bit more. But for now, I just feel like I want a little bit more. And this was just kind of scratching the surface, you know, like, you know, the surface tension hasn't been broken yet, you know? And when the surface tension hey. breaks, it just gets really good. Like, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's more. I feel like there's so much more she can do. So I wait for a deluxe or whatever extra songs. And yeah, the bonus songs I heard, I was like, oh yeah, I like these too. So standard mm-hmm. issue. I'm like, there's other things you could have put in there. Come on. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Eight land. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's what you hope is next for the for her. Um, for <laughs> me... I am going to Vegas, but one of the Yay. last dates, so it won't be for another, what, like eight months or something until I go. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very curious how the campaign for this album is going to go. I mean, clearly the sales are higher yeah. than the last few albums, which is awesome to see. Uh, we're filming this before it charts, but it's very clearly going to go number one in the UK, and we'll see how it does in the US. I'm very curious. Um, yeah. And yeah, just kind of interested to see kind of what uh what opportunities have now come to her due yeah, to the new kind of popularity that she has she does have that an audience with special that she's filming in december and that one's going to be good i'm sure like the adele one was so good and like her yeah. one from like 2001 where she sang with kermit and everything was so good so very excited to see it's what so she comes cute. up with for that yes yes Adorable. we love kylie and then we have so many albums to get through to. We should really oh. start prepping a 101. Like, maybe we just do the 80s stuff first or something. We didn't talk about that yet. We need to figure it out because her career is very expansive. So we really should get started on Let it. Let the fans tell us. You guys should tell us. Yeah. Drop it in the comments. What do you guys think we should do? How should we break this up? Yeah. Because we want you to watch it. Otherwise, we're just yeah. making it for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Like, do we do the 101 or do yeah. we do just more of the albums? Yeah. yeah. Let us know for sure. And let us know what other albums you'd like to hear us review too uh-huh. and you can hang out with us and the crew on patreon to get priority choice and as we said you can comment and message us at cctv pops on social media as well 
So yeah. if you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and turn on notifications. And if you're on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and review. Until uh-huh. next time, that's Jan. That's good. Signing off from CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Oh.